Welcome back, everyone. This is NYU Grads Daily Podcast on Thursday, September 7th, recording this after hours um, today. So let's jump right in. Some interesting things to cover. Um, Hope you're having a great day. So taking a look at breath today, um, it was a pretty heavy sell-off. If you guys were not able to watch the markets today, um, it was kind of a sneaky sell-off if you look at the close, but uh, the Dow recovered some uh, in the afternoon session, um, and it actually closed green. It was up 57 points, um, but the NASDAQ is where there was considerable damage. It tried to recover toward the end of the day. It closed down 123 points or just under 1%. Um, When you take a look at new highs, we only had 65. New lows, 392. Now, this is across NYSE, the NASDAQ, and Amex. So not in the entire market, but um, the shares that most of the institutions will follow. Uh, When you take a look at advancing, we had 31%. And declining was at 64%. So definitely a bearish leaning day. And right now we have 70% of stocks under its 50-day moving average. That is also not a good sign. If you recall, we got as low as 57% under the 50-day moving average. Uh, I think that was just last week. So there's been some deterioration on that front as well. When you take a look at the sectors today, uh, it was a mixed bag. Yesterday was uh, the the Wednesday session was all red. But today you had utilities leading real estate bounce. So it was green. Real estate was under a lot of pressure on Wednesday. Healthcare was green as well as consumer defensive. What led to the downside should be very concerning is technology and consumer cyclical. Um, Apple, I mentioned back in December, is the most dangerous stock in the world because everyone owns it, whether it's mom and pops, institutions, uh, pension funds, mutual funds. It's all stuffed in 401ks, and you also have um, their corporate debt as well. So everyone is in some shape or form an investor in Apple. And Apple was uh, although uh, Apple was able to uh, claw its way back and only closed down 2.92%, which is basically down 3%. If you recall, it was down on Wednesday as well. And at one point during the Thursday session, Apple was down like 3.8%, almost 4%, I think, for, for intraday action. That's pretty bad. When you take a look at their market cap and how much billions were potentially being wiped away between yesterday and to, and the Thursday session, but if you take a look at the last few weeks, how much deterioration there has been uh, with Apple. So taking a look at the Magnificent Seven, um, the only one really that uh, did anything to hold the market up a little bit, well, in the morning... Meta was actually up, uh, but they 
got they went after Meta as well. But Amazon was green most of the day and it closed up almost two percent. But Microsoft was down almost one percent. Nvidia down or they closed one point seven four percent, but it was down much more than that. So toward the end of the day, they tried to come back a little bit. Um, a lot of the green areas, like I mentioned, were healthcare, consumer defensive, uh, folks that are basically rotating out of risk, going into bonds, going into things that pay a dividend or a yield, like uh, Eli Lilly, J&J, they were both up 2.3 and 1.28% respectively. UNH was also up 1.6%. ABV was up 2.2%. Amgen up 2%. Uh, so that's kind of where the money was flowing today. Um, before I forget, you should take a look at JP Morgan's chart. I posted this during intraday hours uh, on Substack Notes. Uh, it's not looking good right now for JP Morgan, the, um, really the stalwart of all banks in this country. Um, you know, when you take a look at their chart, it is definitely uh, heading towards the 200 day, which right now sits at 139. Um, it closed the day only down 0.86%, but you know it's been going down almost every day. Um, and if the 200-day moving average on JP Morgan does not hold at 139, we can be going down to close the gap at as low as 128 um, on JP Morgan. So be very careful here. Uh, on JP Morgan as well as financials, regional banks. Uh, but let's also cover a little bit about the complexion. So pre-market on Thursday, the uh, jobless claims was coming out. And as soon as that came out, um, it was basically falling jobless claims, meaning less people claiming unemployment. And again, that was seen as bad news. They want more um, unemployment claims because then that will signify that the Fed their job for fighting inflation is almost over so that kind of spurned some selling and overnight on Wednesday night the markets bounced but uh, by the time we opened we went all the way back down to the angel number 4444 and at 838 we broke it and we sold off all day. So around lunchtime, around 11.55 New York, Amazon was the only Magnificent 7 that was green. At that time, NVIDIA was down 3.14%, Tesla was down almost 2%, Apple was down 3.3%, uh, Google was down 0.4%, and Microsoft was down 0.56%. Uh, and then Meta had already sold off on its morning gains. They were down half a percent. So the, the red day was on. Everyone was selling. So when you take a, uh, you know, at 2 p.m. checkup, how are we doing? I typically will look at volume, just empirical volume on specific issues, but also the breadth numbers as well, volume up, volume down. And what I noticed across the board whether you're looking at indices like S&P 500s, like SPY or IWM or QQQ, or individual stocks like Apple, NVIDIA, Tesla, as 
the attempt to rally was happening, the volume was going lower and lower throughout the day. And I noted that this is can't last, right? Like it's either volume has to come back up to the upside to support the buying or we're going to sell off. And sure enough, you know, we at 328, I still saw a ton of selling. So firms were selling. The breath looked really bad. And what was happening was um, the VIX was strong all day. But like right around 3.30, the VIX, I think, was under attack. And it's another way to suppress upside momentum for uh, downside momentum for stocks is selling the VIX. And the VIX was sold hard and the markets were able to uh, close less worse than it could have been. Um, so that's kind of the complexion of the day. Um, what was strong? Coinbase housing related bounced from the Wednesday session, which was really bad for housing. Volatility was strong most of the day, but it sold off into the close. When you take a look at what was weak and it really stuck out to me, that fraudulent company, uh, VinFast uh, Autos, down another 26%. I've been warning about uh, this SPAC specifically. Uh, I might have exaggerated saying we've only sold one car. Uh, it might be like a thousand cars ever sold, um, but they're worth more than GM and, and Ford put together. Are you kidding me? Um, the company C3AI down 12.4%. Las Vegas Sands down 5%. Kava, the new uh, previous IPO for Greek food, down 3.5%. Extreme Networks, as I noted, if it closed below that 25 mark is just stay away and right now it is under that it was down 3.4 percent and apple down almost three percent that is a big big drop if you look at multi-day even on wednesday session and just the last few weeks so it was an ugly day there's no way around it um it could have been actually worse uh than the closing numbers indicate because obviously I showed you, I shared with you guys the breadth numbers on new highs, new lows, advancing, declining, and 70% of those shares are under the 50-day moving average. So uh, it's a risky time right now. I still think if you are very confident in the long side and you're fully invested, talk to your advisor. I am not your financial advisor. Ask them about how to hedge your long portfolio using options. Uh, please do that. Um, I think with volatility being pressured here, hedging is still a uh, affordable and cheap option now. If we go into correction mode, volatility will explode and all options and all hedges are going to uh, command a premium uh, because everyone's going to be looking for insurance then, right? You want to get uh, fire insurance for your house when there's no sign of uh, any calamity. Um, you know, if your neighbor's house is on fire, uh, insurance is going to be very expensive. Uh, what to watch? Um, tomorrow is a light, Friday is a light day uh, today when you're listening to this. Uh, I will post a link to the economic calendar, but keep watching yields, the dollar, bonds, 
and the Magnificent Seven, because where where those go are is going to dictate where the markets go right now. Smaller companies uh, are not going to save the market right now. It's all big picture stuff. Um, next week is going to be the bulk of the economic news that are that's coming out. So um, today, when you're listening to this on Friday, there's not much. There's wholesale inventories at ten. And a um, the San Francisco Fed President um, Mary Daly will be speaking at 11 a.m. Eastern, and consumer credit data will be coming out for the month of July at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Next week we have uh, CPI, PPI, initial jobless claims, uh, and manufacturing all coming out next week. So um, I, I would just be watch this carefully. Just keep watching yields. Keep watching The Magnificent Seven and uh, have a great day. Um, And the Friday session, that podcast will come out on Monday morning. So if I don't talk to you by then, uh, have a great weekend as well. All right, see you guys later.